Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. We use it and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. You nailed that line, Crafty. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. AJ, what else? With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. That's true. And ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we've been connecting with fans more with polls and instant feedback. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. We did it. We are here. Welcome, everyone, to Foul Territory Live. Every single weekday during spring training, we'll be here 11 a.m. Eastern time for you. Scotty Braun, A.J. Prezinski, Todd Frazier, Eric Kratz, the whole crew. With Nerve it took to say that in a paper and then go and tap the shin, the shin guard of guy, you know, that is the most feisty player on the team. What do you expect to happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. of course, Yachty has neck tattoos. Of course he's going to fight <laughs> if you call him out. Listen. You know? But that, that, that brawl itself was wild because there was so much going on. Uh, uh, you know, I was kind of in the middle of that for a while and wherever the wave was taking you was where you were going to go. You couldn't, you couldn't control that at all. Um, I tell them, this is what I tell the players. I say, hey, just do the math. You sacrifice 10 years of your life. So you can make all the money you can make in baseball. And then let's say you retire at 35, 40. You have until you die to do whatever you want. So if you want to drink, if you want to go to clubs, if you want to party, if you want to hang out at bars, you got from 35 until you die to do all those things. Some of them are dumb, <laughs> and, and, and some of them are like, yeah, I like it, you know. Wait, which one's dumb? I mean, which ones are dumb? I mean, I, I I can't be on the grass when the pitcher is even coming set. Like I, before the pitcher even comes set, I have to be on the dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's it's like what's a step on the grass so that I can creep into the dirt? You know, when the ball is being released. Yeah, let me be on the dirt. But after that, let me, you know, let me be on the grass and like preset and start come forward and on the dirt. This is like a super quick question with probably a long answer. Are you a Hall of Famer? <laughs> yeah, you know me about being long-winded, huh, Crazy? Um, <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, if, if this was based on the criteria that was in like when I was first came coming up, I would say not even, you know, not even close. Um, but the game is a different game now. And I just don't know how many more 200 game winners we're going to even have, you know? Um, I don't know what that is. I know what, I've done some cool stuff. I know I've still got to do some cooler stuff, 
but uh, you know, I don't have any Cy Youngs, which probably hurts my case. The problem with that was always, it wasn't my fault. I pitched pretty good. It was always Clayton Kershaw's fault or Roy Halladay's fault. You know, those guys, those guys were just better. You know, they were, they were just better than me. And um, nothing, nothing wrong with that, man. I'm, I've been second a few times and uh, second always to someone great. So um, I can appreciate greatness and I've pitched with a lot of guy, great guys. But, uh, you know, I don't know. As far as in my era, um, Kershaw, Scherzer, Verlander, Grinky, um, you know, those were kind of my, my guys that always pushed me. Those were coming up with those those guys always wanting to one up, you know, one of them all the time. Um, those were the guys that pushed me. I think probably all four of those guys are, are Hall of Famers. Um, I don't know. It might be a just miss. It might be a just make. I don't know. It might be a veterans committee. It might be a no chance. I have no idea. We'll wait and see. What's cool to me though is that uh, I'm in the I'm in the there's a chance. I'm in the I'm in the conversation. And I think the cool part of that for me is when I got to the end of 2018, I thought I was retired. If I had retired at the end of 2018, we're not even having this conversation. We we gotta like. I know a good orth. I know the twins doctors, like the ankle. What do we got? The ankle's good, right? The ankle, everything's good. Like, can you, I mean, you can tell us what you want to tell us, but I want to know because you were the biggest story this off season. Like, did you get like a Giants tattoo? Did you get like a Mets tattoo somewhere? Cause you know, you're there for these press conferences. And then I heard about you working with the twins guys this off season. So like, what happened? Tell me in your words, cause as a former player, I want to hear it from a player. What happened? Well, what happened was I had a surgery in 2014. Um, I had a, I broke my fibula sliding into uh, third base. I slid late, I clearly got caught, broke my uh, fibula. So I needed a surgery there on my foot. Um, and, you know, they repaired it. And then from then I played with no problems for eight years. Eight, um, eight seasons in the big leagues, one more in the minor leagues. And I never had a problem. So I'm going into the Giants physical thinking, you know, this, this is a no right like for sure I'm passing this this uh, physical. I mean, I played last year, no issues at all. I, I felt the best I've ever felt in my life. In the off season, like three days after the season was over, I was back in the gym. Um, I was already taking ground balls and hitting. So I was like doing full baseball activities, getting ready for spring training when I went for this physical. So I'm thinking, no, no doubt about it, I'm passing. And then when Scott called me, came, came into a room, he told me it was the ankle. And I said, what? Um, so I was confused. It was shocking. Um, the news were, were uh, very surprising to me and my family because, you know, there is zero uh, treatments logged into my, my uh, medical records in, in, in MLB. So it's not like I'm spending every single day of my, of my career in the training room before games. So I'm not getting any treatment. My ankle doesn't hurt. So it was confusing for sure. But they're saying that, it, that they're looking at the future. So, you know, eight, ten years down the line, something might happen, yada, yada. And, you know, you got to understand that when you do a 13-year deal, 12-year deal and stuff like that, then, you know, it's, it's all about risk management. So when you see something like that, you can see why the red flags. Um, and that's why we transition into a six-year deal with the options. And, you know, now if I want to keep playing, then, you know, I have the options there. I just got to keep playing your baseball. Um but you know, it's it's just part of life. You can you can bitch about it, or you can keep moving on and keep playing baseball, and that's what I'm gonna do. So, are you gonna be able to pitch back to back days? How, how does that conversation go with the Mets too? Like, hey, this is what we want you to do while you're there. Balancing that with with Team Puerto Rico, because a lot of guys have certain rules and restrictions. What's the deal there? 
Yeah, I got the same restriction. Uh, I won't pitch uh, back to bad days because um, it's early, uh, early March, mid March. So I, I can pitch. I, if I pitch today, I have to be the next day off. So with one day in between, that's fine. That's that's really what I think. Didn't someone? Was there another player William that had Contreras. your song? I think it was William Contreras. Yeah, Contreras. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like, Atlanta. you drill him, or you're yeah, like, dude, that's my song, songs, bro. Edwin, there's millions you. of songs. Like, tell him yeah. to pick something else. That's your damn song. You couldn't. I got a uh, fun story. Like last year, we, uh, I think the last game of the dark dark series, and I uh, late September we was playing Atlanta. So I came to pitch because I got like three, four days off. Um, I came to face, I think, one or two batters, and they bring him as a pinch, pinch hit. So they play my song, and I start laughing. I, I want to start laughing, but I myself was laughing inside. And I say, oh, I got I have to strike out this guy to, to let him know that's my son. <laughs> Your favorite pair of shoes you have right now, because you're a sneakerhead, I love shoes. Your favorite pair of shoes, and how many did you bring to spring training? How many pairs? Oof, I only brought two pairs of spring training. That's it? Disappointing, right? Yeah, because... You only brought two pairs know, of uh, tennis shoes to spring training. But remember, I, no I, went through the ankle, I went through the ankle thingy, right? And I started yeah. doing my research. So the more I talked to doctors, they said that if I want to be able to play 10, 12, 15 years, whatever, whenever I want to retire, they said that the shoe has a lot to do with, you know, with, with the stuff that they're talking about on the ankle in the future. So he said, you know, try to wear the same shoe with the same insole so you're not wearing shoes that are uncomfortable and might affect the area in the long term. Yeah, yeah, we weren't against it uh, at all. It was just we, like, like AJ just said, you know, we don't want this to be a determining factor in a crucial game. And I guess there's no way around that. Um, but, yeah, it, 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 like the disengagement rule with the pitchers, like you only take twice. To me, that's they want more action in the game. That's kind of a lazy way to go about it. Uh, same with getting rid of the shift. You know, obviously the shift was a lot more uh, polarizing. There, were, there was more opinions from both sides on that, and it was more split from a player's perspective. Um, but to me, like the shift, I don't. You should be able to play your defense where you want to play them, and uh, that they should limit you to do that. Yeah, Oprah Rican players are dying their hair blonde, so I'm playing the WBC. That's why I got my hair blonde. The last no. time y'all did that shit, y'all lost. Yeah, we lost, but <laughs> like, I changed the color. Man, go red. We did something time. special for go Puerto red. Rico, like, go, go red this red, time. Go red. blue. Yeah, switch the color. Everybody, everybody doing like this. How's the BP over there? I mean, Vlad Guerrero's got to be putting on a show. Bo Bichette, man. How is it watching the boys there and taking BP, especially down there uh, in Florida where you're at? Yeah, it's... I mean, you just you just kind of stop when when Vladdy's uh, hitting, watch and see what see what he he can do and what he does. He's crazy. It's just crazy to watch him. And then um, I mean, just everybody really. I mean, from Chappie to Bo to, to Vladdy, to, um, we got guys that just put shows on out there. Yeah. So um, we're in a we're in a fantasy football league together, and uh, there was just. Let me just say this, you know, from I've never said what's up or hi to Jock on the baseball field. You know, we, we just we're not friends like that. We're not cool like that. So when we joined this football league together, 
Um, there was a lot of shit talking. Oh, my, my fault. There was a no, lot. You can say, of, like, say whatever. No, you want. Tommy, that's wait, wait. Tommy, no, no. that's foul, why we bro. have this show. All the way foul. No holding back. Whatever you, you want. want. Yeah, there yeah, was a lot of shit talking in the, in the group chat from Jock to me, then to my, you know, my team at the time, and I was just like, man, I never said what's up to this man. I don't know what what makes what makes he him think it's cool, you know, to take shots at me. And, and my team, then, you know, I forewarned him. I was like, hey, you know, Jock, I'm not cool with you like this. Then, you know, he kept taking subtle shots. So I was like, you know, next time I see you, man, I'm going to pimp slot the shit out of you. <laughs> and and you it did. just so happened to be a year later. So. <laughs> We've all known him for a very long time. And, and, and cheers, Bob. I have been told you about you have a water. This is our first week. So um, <laughs> it's been really fun. A lot of action going on. It's uh, it's great to have you. We had Bobby on earlier. How you doing today? Where are you at? I heard you're you're at the same camp or you're right near each other. Yeah, I'm at the White Sox camp. Uh, they play the Reds today, so I'll see him in a couple hours. And you're making me jealous with the threat uh, here. It's still early out here, so a little too early. <laughs> Never too early, Bob. Never. <laughs> I was at Angels camp this morning, like I said, and interviewing a number of Angels players. Guys, it's spring training. I know people are always optimistic, but these guys feel like this finally is a team that can win. Now, we've heard it all before from the Angels. I don't know that they can be trusted necessarily, but they are deeper than they've been in the past. Herman Asian did a great job bringing in a number of different players just to kind of thicken the roster. I'm talking about Renfro and Tyler Anderson and all these guys. And Trout was very honest this morning. He said, we've got to win. And I asked him about signing the long-term deal here, and people always asking him, hey, why'd you do that? Why don't you want out of there? And he said, again, he wants to win here, but he was unequivocal about there being a certain urgency this year. And the players seem to really like Nevin as their manager, Phil Nevin. So I'm interested, really fascinated to see this team play. They're a different group, obviously, than they've been in the past. And... The bullpen's a little bit better with Estevez and Mike Matt Moore. So, fingers crossed we'll see a competitive Angels team this year. We got a big week coming up. Um, but thanks to everyone, the crew, one more time. Get claps for the crew. Like, this is not easy to do. This, yeah. this shit looks good. Cheers, boys. Ticker, yeah, good cheers. Job. The ticker yeah. looks tight. The guests came in great. We were, second day we ever did this, we're remote. Sorry, I take it. At Mets camp, like, and, and props to the Mets for setting us up. Lindor, Diaz, Bam, Correa, Adam Jones was great. The whole deal. So thank you, everyone. Cheers. Enjoy yourselves. Get a nice steak dinner or, or have a drink or two on a Friday night. And thanks for uh, listening and being a part of foul territory in our first week in business. Hashtag FT Live if you want anything. Also, there are some ridiculous clips on some of our socials, so check them out. TikTok, at Foul Territory Show, uh, at Foul Territory TV on Twitter. I'm not going to be like that, you know, shameless plug person. This video will handle it for me. See you Monday.